Hey, how's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the Corner Talks podcast. Today, I have a good friend, talented cinematographer, photographer, Brandon Kenny. What's going on, buddy? How are you? Hello. Uh, I'm, I'm good. I'm hanging in there. So I'm excited for the summertime because it's been a long winter. So yeah, I'm going to get in the warm weather. It's supposed to yeah, snow yeah. later this week, actually, but... <laughs> yeah honestly man you and i both uh I, I believe in that sort of thing called seasonal depression um you know people kind of not getting enough vitamin d sunlight um getting out of the house whatever have you and uh, just taking a toll especially on us right uh, us creatives you know uh, not uh, having that ability to uh express ourselves and uh connect with fellow creatives um would you agree i mean we're we're used to sitting in dark rooms editing all the time but then uh, when you want to go out and shoot and it's like minus 20 degrees, it makes it more depressing to do that. So you want to stay inside the dark room. And, <laughs> exactly. And, and funny. Day. Yeah. And funny you say that, right. Uh, we'll get into it more, but basically, uh, we did that recently with a collaboration, right. Um, you know, in, in service of my product, uh, my clothing line, the 94 collection, we were in a uh, very cold facility. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, we were troopers though, or I should say you were. Um, you know, just hustling it out, um, being very professional uh, in a garage that had no heater. <laughs> so <Yeah>. you <laughs> killed it. You killed it that time, man. So um, it's very important that, yeah, we get out and uh, we connect with people like ourselves. Um, so I'm really excited, uh, as are you, uh, with the summer. Um, you know, after multiple meetings together and, you know, successful collaboration on a recent uh, product photography production uh, that I just recently mentioned, um, I finally have you as a guest on my podcast and I'm thrilled. Um, and upon witnessing your work ethic on set, um, I might add, you know, I recognize your talent and your dedication to the craft of photography and cinematography. Um, so I'd like to know from you, uh, why did you choose to pursue uh, these particular artistic mediums? Um, I think the reason why I wanted to pursue uh, cinematography and photography is just because, um, you know, it's a creative outlet that uh, kind of lets you express yourself in, in ways that uh, otherwise you don't get the opportunity to. Um, and I found with cinematography, I love to, to tell stories. Um, I'm not a good writer. I can't write novels or, or books or even scripts for that matter. But um, I, I like to visualize a story and then um, having the ability to be behind the camera and kind of control the visuals and stuff to, to create emotion and create uh, effects on, on people's um, you know, perceived, uh, you know, ways that they interpret stories and stuff, I think is, is a powerful sort of creative tool. So, um, yeah, I originally started out with, with cinematography and, and I think it all started, uh, like way, way back in high school when, um, I used video as a way to get out of doing, um, other projects, uh, mainly performing and stuff. So we'd make a video um about you know what we were doing Shakespeare and stuff and we had to like rewrite a Shakespeare script and then perform it in front of the class and and I always wanted to do a video um and then make sort of a film out of that so um and then it just started to progress and I loved to do uh video work that way and then uh you know later off and and realizing um where I wanted to sort of take my career um, after school is, is was intriguing to, to sort of do some uh, DP work in cinematography and, and realizing that that was a creative outlet that uh, could also be a full-time job. And, and I think that was uh, really attractive to me. 
Um, and then I, I began to do uh, some photography to kind of pay the bills and, and practice the craft a little bit more and find frames that uh, otherwise you, you wouldn't really have the opportunity to, to go out and, and shoot on location with like an area Alexa or something that uh, you don't normally carry with you. Right. So, um, and then sort of the last couple of years has been trying to transition that into, into a full-time business. Right. So I've been uh, doing mostly freelance photography and cinematography for the last couple of years now. And, um, you know, creating visuals for, for clients like jewelry companies and brands and uh, creating commercials and, and stuff like that. Um, it, it still is that creative outlet. It's not the, the feature length film uh, telling the, the stories that I want to tell yet, but at least it's, it's still practicing the craft and it's kind of the everyday operations of, of doing that. And, and eventually, you know, we want to break into feature length films and, and doing um, a lot more higher production, higher budget uh, cinematography or uh, filmmaking, I guess. So um, yeah, it's, it's all in moderation. I mean, freelance and I mean the film industry uh you know as a creative is is tough and it takes a long time to get to where you want to go um so having the ability to do something that you're you're enjoying every day and you're still uh being able to um practice your craft every single day um to get to that level is is way better than you know sitting in an office and and kind of waiting for the weekend to to make a, a film you know so yeah, no, that's very admirable what you said and uh, very true, right? Uh, a lot of uh, artists, including myself, uh, listening to this especially uh, can resonate with that story um, on a lot of levels, right? Um, the fact that you're trying to monetize your passion, that's what I had a discussion with a past um, creative as well on the podcast. That's the biggest step, right? That's, that's a crucial step. Um, it's the reality. As much as artists like myself want to think of the art first and business second, um, eventually you got to eat. And um, for yourself, you know, uh, which I'll discuss even more about your business and uh, kind of like the recent uh, venture you've pursued, um, it's vital, right? It's vital to uh, your success as an artist, um, to your credibility as a brand. And um, yeah, it, it's very, uh, like I said, important that you stay true to what you love the most, right? Um, I like that you said you'd, <laughs> you'd rather uh, do this than stay in an office or a corporate world, because that's how I feel all the time. Um, that's probably a driving force of why I continue pursuing this dream, even though some days, as we all have our days, um, we get discouraged, right? Um, we kind of tell ourselves, well, what's the other option, right? What's the alternative? Um, so yeah, a very, very important, Brandon. Um, but I'd like to know, uh, since you said this, was uh, the people around you, the people close to you, family, friends, were they supportive of your decision to pursue the arts? Uh, yes and no. Um like just taking it on my parents i think my dad was super supportive and and you know sort of see happy to see uh me try to do what i what i want to do um and then i like my mom was, was a little more critical on that I, I feel like she wanted me to you know go off and, and be like a lawyer or a doctor as anybody's um mother wants you to do right so uh she's a little bit more critical but um it kind of lets me prove to her that like I'm still ready to do this and I'm still kind of pursuing my monetizing my passion like you said right. um so I the the tough part is um is communicating like my my days to the people around me because um like my background I, I don't come from a family of creatives or 
Uh, not to say that they're not creative, but they're um, more like a nine to five. You know, you show up to work in the traditional sense. They're not. And, yeah, they're not artists. Like they're not like they yeah, don't exactly. do that for a full time job. They're creative in their own way, but they're not making a living off of yeah their creations. So. Yeah. So so it's hard to to you know say that I'm I like I'm not doing anything like uh, one day, but then for the next three or four or five, six days, uh, or the next two months, I'm, I'm working on, you know, sets or client work or, or whatever. Um, and then we have like a, a month off in the winter time because, you know, everything is slow. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's just, it's tough to communicate my schedule to, uh, like the people around me, but, um, most of them are, are still pretty, supportive in in that regard so yeah uh, no i'm happy yeah i'm happy you brought up the whole like scheduling um because even as even myself uh whether it's justifying it to my family or justifying it to me um the schedule is very unconventional you know what i mean like you might it's not nine to five in a way um sometimes it's like 12 to 12 (laughs) you know what i mean Uh, (laughs) um it's uh it fluctuates there are days when it could be slower than others whether it's because you don't have a client whether it's because you know the the nature a lot of catching up and waiting um and i think i don't know if you agree with me on this but like do you ever feel kind of guilty or feel out of place like you should be doing more because the schedule is a little bit uh unpredictable all the time and i yeah it it weighs on your mental health too because like you're uh you know if you're you're not doing i think we get into a state of mind where like we're we're constantly having to do high energy things in short amount of time uh and then when we're not doing those high energy things it it kind of weighs on you because you feel like you need to be doing something right so um you know i guess with with you for say like uh with your regular um you know, job doing editing and doing freelance work. And then, you know, you start a podcast and then you go, uh, you know, start the 94 collective, um, you know, you're, you're always creating and, and doing something. So I, I see that as like trying to fill in the gaps. Right. Yeah. Um, and likewise with myself, I, I'm not really too active on social media per se, but I'm, I'm always trying to fill in the gaps, uh, personally, whether it's editing old projects that I, you know, kind of put it on the shelf for the last couple of years or uh, looking back on some photos that I want to re-edit and, and stuff like that and um, getting it prepared to, to send off to, you know, social media or, or additional clients and, and cold calling and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, we try to fill in the gaps, but, you know, sometimes the work is slow. Sometimes uh, it, it's never consistent. It's either yeah. super fast or super slow, right? So it's, a it's lot tough of... to adjust to, but yeah. No, for sure. And, and I, I like that you said it weighs on your mental health because it, it, it definitely uh, did for me, um, even though some people could reach out and say, oh, wow, you're doing so much um, because I'm always trying to keep busy, really. Um, that's part of the reason why I started the podcast. But I thought it was a great opportunity to network with people like yourself. Um, and there are times when it just, you know, hits me really hard and says uh, I should be doing more. I could be doing more. Look at this guy. He got this, this amount of clients um, and social media doesn't help in a way. But I kind of always remind myself. Um, that, like you said, it's a very unpredictable, unformulated business uh, and path. Um, things could literally happen on a whim. Uh, you could get that client that uh, could secure you for the next five years, or you do one job and you press them so much that he knows someone even uh, more superior than them uh, that believes in your talent. You know what I mean? Like there's just so many uh, different variables. 
um, that you can't really predict uh, as opposed to an office world, you know, uh, where it's like, mm -hmm. if I do this in five years, I can move to this position, right? It doesn't work like that. So um, very interesting that you said that. Um, and this leads me to my next point about, you know, how we're always looking for the next step, right? Uh, the next move. And part of that is building our brand and, you know, a reputation in a highly competitive world of filmmaking, right? And as a result, uh, artists decide to start their own production companies in an effort to establish a market presence and a brand identity, artistic identity, I should rather say, um, including myself, right? With the 94 Productions. Now I bring this up because you and your friend, or our friend, I should say, Eric Tomjay, um, decided to go into business together and uh, generously asked me to do a, um, would be one of your first clients in, uh, in creating promotional content uh, for my clothing brand. And, you know, Eric Tomjay, I've, I've uh, known him for a while now and uh, have nothing but great things to say. Uh, talented, uh, impressive producer. And I thought it was really cool that you guys um, are now looking for the next step in monetizing your passion and your skill set. So, why did you decide to create your own production company? So uh, I've been working with Eric for, for a couple of years now. Um, and, you know, we, we were doing sets, just, uh, you know, short films and, and creative projects and, and stuff. Uh, and we really hit it off. Um, and I like, I feel like we both agreed that we, we really like our work ethic and we just kind of hit it off as, as friends. And then, um, you know, sort of developed a, a business relationship over the years doing uh, a little bit of client work and stuff. Um, and he is a guy that really wants to go into feature films, um, as am I. Uh, but features are, are expensive, right? Yeah. Um, I think we all know that. So, um, <laughs> you know, trying to monetize where you're able to uh, make the jump to, to a feature length funding um, is, is important, right? That's one of our, our staple goals in, in the upcoming years and stuff. So, um, you know, until we get to that point, instead of doing office jobs or, or you know, something that's going to take us away from uh, the freedom of, of having sort of a, an open schedule on um, you know, doing creative projects and, and passion work, we decided to uh, create a production company um, in order to kind of do our, our daily operations, um, monetizing our daily operations so that we're able to sort of make a living, pay our rent, pay our food, um, and then uh, get to the point where we're able to jump to a feature length film and then, um, you know, hopefully break into that. But we, we have so much, uh, you know, avenues that we could take it uh you know there's music videos there's uh fitness photography we want to get into we want to get into uh more jewelry and e-commerce and helping brands market their materials and um you know creating content uh visually for for other brands like yourself um in and trying out different avenues of photography and videography um so that we're creating a business to help other businesses, um, but we're also creating a business that we're passionate about to uh, make the jump to a feature length film. Um, and then, you know, the sky's the limit after that. And, you know, so yeah, for sure. We're, we're excited to, to get started on, on that. Um, and so, yeah, we asked you, um, you know, if you were okay with us, uh, you know, grabbing some of your, your content, um, or capturing some of your content to, uh, you know, help us out for 
having content on our website and, and some marketable material that we could sell to other brands and stuff as well. And it helps you with your brand as well. Yeah. Um, so we did uh, a photo shoot um, in, yeah, for, for social media. And then we uh, did some e-commerce listing photos and stuff as well as we tried some 3D, 360 uh, degree photos which which turned out really cool because you can um yeah you know slide it and they're interactive the whole product yeah so uh that's something that you know we we want to kind of pursue in the future and and you know see if brands are interested in in doing something like that uh because you know it it helps with the the visual aesthetic of their (laughs) brand and then it kind of sets them apart from you know every other you know, e-commerce platform. Right. So, yeah, no, that's, uh, that's the great mind. That's, that's perfect mindset to have. Um, exactly. Like I can re- relate to that, uh, tenfold <laughs> because that's exactly why I started my production company. It got to a point when it's like, you know, in the meantime, and while I pursue, while I work towards, uh, making my own feature film, cause that's every filmmaker's dream. Um, what can I be doing to make money? What can I be doing to connecting with, more professionals in the industry. Um, so I think it's important to kind of create an entity that represents yourself, right. And your talents and, um, kind of do what you're doing now, right. Reach out to clients and say, um, you know, I'm willing to do this for you. I'm willing to showcase what my skill set with your brand and, uh, help you promote it. And if they really like you and they remember you, right. That helps, like you said, pay the bills and, um, on the side, you could do your other projects. Right. So very interesting. Yeah. How is we this, want to get uh, into. Sorry, what were you going to say? Um, I was going to say, like, yeah, we we obviously want to get into futures, um, you know, down the road, but uh, it's such a big entity. To um, it's kind of intimidating to get into it at first, right? But yeah, for sure. Um, you know, so so we're trying to develop a model where where you know we're going to be able to be successful and and make a feature uh, without breaking the bank and and um, you know. Ask asking too, too many favors of people, but, uh, I'm excited for that. Cause we, hopefully we have some scripts lined up in the near future and then we'll be able to, um, you know, make, make the most of it. So. Yeah, no, for sure. It's important. It's important to constantly like have a plan, right. And know what the next move is and, uh, uh, set up, set up your goals. Um, so you can, so you know what you're striving towards. Um, that's very important. And, uh, you know, that's something that me and Eric uh, have talked about on the podcast many times. Um, we, we share a similar interest um, in each other's work. And um, that's what it is, right? It's just about building like a, a community, a, a building a team of people, um, of creatives uh, on the same level. And then when it comes to making a feature, you, you never know what role you can play in that part, right? Yeah, exactly. So... I'd like to know, like, how has this creative business venture benefited your brand and opportunity as an artist so far? Have you noticed a progression? Have you noticed things have changed rapidly for you? Uh, in the long term, I would say it's it's like progressive. In the short term, it's very progressive because, right. uh, you know, two months ago, we weren't doing anything. Uh, and then, you know, fast forward to now and uh it seems like our schedules are are super busy with um you know everything right so uh yeah i feel like um having the ability to to offer um other brands and um companies services that we can offer uh i feel like is 
is benefiting um, them, but it's also benefiting us because then we're able to to work with you know other people, make more connections, and um, kind of create like practice our our style in in different aspects. Something that we probably wouldn't uh, otherwise have the opportunity to do. Um, so yeah, I I think it's it's benefiting us in the in the. Yeah, I think it's benefiting. <laughs> in the short term, yeah, no, for sure. It's a, yeah. it's a hard question in a way because you just started, right? You can't predict the future. But I, I asked that because, mm-hmm. um, again, for myself, you know, just relating it back, uh, when I first started it, there was no one. Like, it, everyone just kind of supported, like, friends. Like, yeah, it looks good. The logo looks good, whatever. Um, and then only until recently, I've started to notice uh, it's picking up steam. Like, it's very gradual. Um, it's a slow pace, but it's better than nothing. And I got to remind myself as do you, right? Like it takes time to build something uh, meaningful. Um, so I was just curious. Yeah. Like if, if you noticed progress in yourself, if you ever have those days, but uh, the important thing is, is that you're um, chipping away each day. Right. So that's all you can ask for. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Oh, yeah. And which leads me to my next point, right? So compared to any other profession, artists and their uh, more struggles through their career and their mental health, right? As we established on this podcast already. Um, and the unpredictable nature of the industry, right? Uh, as we've discussed many times and the consequential influences of external crises, like, you know, you have the pandemic, make it even more challenging for artists to keep themselves sane and above all focused. Um, so I'd like to know uh, for you, uh, from you, how do you cope with your mental health as an artist? Uh how do I? <laughs> Brandon's like, I don't cope with anything. I just keep working. I keep, keep tracking on. Yeah. Pile on the work and then try to forget your mental yeah. <laughs> Just ignore the, ignore the signs. <laughs> Bloodshot eyes. <laughs> uh, sometimes, sometimes you need a, an off day, right? You need, you need to break. You need to just detox. And, you know, uh, for me, like, maybe it's, it's not the best coping method, but I, I don't like to talk to anybody when I'm like on the day of, off, you know, I, I'll take a drive and just kind of, you know, look at the pretty sunset or, or, you know, uh, hear the, the water rushing and, and not like just kind of tune everything out. And, and that's usually after, uh, you know, a big project, whether it's, um, you know, you're just getting off of an intense shoot where you're doing 16 hour days or, um, you know, you're doing a wedding that, uh, you know, it was a 12 hour, 12 hours long that, um, you know, it was super intense and and in the moment sort of thing. And and afterwards you just, you just need to sit down and and relax and reset. And I think that's super important. And I know a lot of, uh, a lot of filmmakers and and people that don't do that, that they just go right into the next project. And then, uh, you know, you're starving for sleep and and you're hungry and and you're just, uh, you know, you're not, balanced again right so um i think it's super important to to make sure that you have time for yourself as well right so um just to to sit down and and reset and and um you know have have a break right so yeah being selfish and taking the 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 time for yourself that's much needed right um to avoid burnout that's something that I've uh, been prone to because I just, like you described, uh, one project after the other, you're afraid. A lot of artists have that scarce mentality when they're starting off. They're afraid they're going to get, not going to get that next opportunity. So they just take it and they say, yeah, like, you know, let me do it. I got to do it. Like, you don't know if it's going to come around again. Um, But yeah, very wise what you said. It's important to uh, not only be grateful for what you have, but also um, 
reflect on uh, your health and um, act accordingly, right? Um, if anything um, you feel is out of place or imbalanced. Um, and I asked the question, to be honest, Brandon, because uh, every artist I have on this podcast or creative entrepreneur is different in how they deal with their mental health, right? Um, a lot of people, some people, they, it doesn't even affect them, right? Um, or they might ignore it. Some people, uh, they go for, like you said, a walk, a drive, go on vacation. Um, so I find it very fascinating. Um, and even for the audience, right? Like, or myself, they might even learn a new technique, right? From the person you ask, because um, everyone, again, deals with it differently. So very cool. I might do that myself, go for a drive, watch the sunset. Living in the suburbs, it's kind of hard <laughs> to see a proper sunset, but <laughs> I, I got to find a drive far. Yeah, I got <laughs> to go up north or something, uh, you know, just to watch a classic sunset. You actually see the sun setting. I should say when I was in California, a lot of beautiful sunsets. Um, it really is like the, the West Coast, like, you know, uh, it, beautiful uh, in San Diego, like you just see it dip over the horizon. Um, so yeah, if anyone finds himself in California, don't miss out on that sunset. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what advice would you give, uh, to artists, um, struggling to be in the position like ourselves or looking to be, uh, better than they were yesterday, uh, or establish themselves in the industry? Um, I mean, I feel like you've, you've asked that a lot to, uh, to people, so I don't, I don't want to have the same similar answer that everybody else had. Everyone's different. You might have something that's completely off, off hand. (laughs) Just quit now. (laughs) Right. (laughs) If you're not, if you didn't make it by 25, you're done. (laughs) Um, I, I would say, um, I'm guilty of this and I think we all kind of are is, um, you can't compare yourself to, to other people, you know, like, mm. um, you know, if somebody's taking a better photo or a better video or, or making a better film, um, you know, it, it's, it's nice to see what other people are up to and seeing their skill set. But then when you can try to compare it to yourself, um, you know, it, it could be heartbreaking, right? Or, or it can go the other way where you're, you kind of get more uh, confidence, which I feel like just comparing, um, yourself to other people or, or whatever other people are doing um just do your own stuff like just yeah. just do yourself right so you. compare your next video with your last video and see how you can get better and then you know if, if you keep doing that then you're gonna eventually get to a point where you're comfortable with your skill set and you're comfortable with uh the way you work with with things right so um yeah, I do care about like what my friends are doing and, and what other people are doing and stuff, but um, I don't want to compare that to myself because, uh, you know, while they're, they're talented or, or you know, um, I, I don't want to like take their work and compare it to mine because, um, you know, I, I want to be my own competitor um, and I, I want to improve stuff that I'm better at doing from the last video right so yeah. or the last you know project so um i guess my biggest would, advice would be to compare don't compare um yourself to, to anybody else um compare yourself to yourself right um and and always try to to one-up yourself instead of wanting up somebody else right yeah so. well well said man and and exactly that right um that's something that we should always uh take to heart um, because again, I'm guilty of it. All right. I'm sure you are like in the sense, and we're human. 
you might look at someone else's work right. and say, damn, like, what the hell am I doing? <laughs> Maybe I should upgrade my camera or something. Um, yeah, like if, there's, there's always going to yeah. be somebody younger, somebody that's, you know, more talented or doing yeah. something that's way bigger than what we're doing. Exactly. But, um, you know, it, it doesn't mean that they're a better uh, creative or they're better, you know, the whatever, right? It, it just means that they're, that's what they're doing. And then you have to see what you're, you're doing yourself. And then, um, you know, you can have goals to set to get to what they're doing. But uh, the only way that you're going to do that is if you one up yourself on your last video. Right. And I, I think, um, you know, just, just in retrospect, we all kind of uh, do that. Right. We take a video one time um, and then the next time we, we sort of learn, what we did wrong or, or what we can do better. Yeah, um, exactly. And then we keep going and keep improving to that. Right. So um, I guess that's also why we, we always constantly want to uh, be doing something at a high energy level because uh, we want to get better and we want to, we're only as good as our last film. Right. So um, doing a film every single day or as, as much as we can is, is um, subconsciously, I think an improvement on, on, ourselves but then you have to take a, a mental health break yeah definitely and, take, take some mental health days if, if, if needed because artists uh more than anyone can uh are prone to burnout um and it's vital to our creativity right and that's why i wanted to say like to sum it up um your cre creativity is imperative to you as an artist um if you can't think clearly and if you're not inspired then you're only it's only a detriment to your work and your craft and um i think it's so important like what you said is don't compare yourself because it takes the fun away, right? It takes the enjoyment away from the, from what you want to pursue. And, you know, even if you hear like, Oh, I'm working on a feature film or I started my production company. It's like, I've been there, you know, I've been there where it's like discouraging. Like you hear everyone else doing all these great things and you're saying to yourself, what am I doing? I'm in my room. <laughs> I'm thinking of like, I'm writing my feature like screenplay, but is anyone going to see it? Cause I've been there. Right. I'm speaking from experience before I started any of this. And what I strongly believe is, uh, pursuing things that you're interested in, pursuing things that make you happy and constantly developing them, right? Constantly uh, enhancing um, your work uh, in the best way that you can. And I really believe that your audience will follow. Again, even though it, it could be gradual, um, it could be at a slower pace than you um, desire. <laughs> um, what's important is that people are, are listening to you and people are, are viewing your work and you should be grateful uh, every step of the way. Absolutely. Well said. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Thank you. So uh, on that note, Brandon, thank you so much. I really appreciate this, taking the time to share your experience, your journey. Um, I find cinematography and photography very fascinating and I respect those art forms. Um, a lot of uh, talented people in the industry, a lot of the way in which uh, the film itself looks, like you said it, uh, to be able to visually tell a story uh, as opposed to writing it is a completely different um, kind of intelligence, I should say um an artistic expression you know uh hitchcock said it best paraphrasing here but like the ability to tell a story you know you're a filmmaker or a storyteller uh if you have the ability to tell a story without writing uh without dialogue so um <laughs> that's i'm serious man that's really that, that's what i find like you know the best movies or the best scenes in movies are when they're just told with visuals right beautiful color palettes um and that's what you specialize in so Really excited for the work. <laughs> really excited for the work that you're, you're, uh, you and Eric will be creating uh, with your production company, uh, Surmount Pictures, I should say. Yes, Surmount Pictures. <laughs> Perfect. Well, uh, 
Do you have anything else to say before we wrap it up? Uh, just thanks for, for having me on. Um, it's nice. To, this is my first podcast too. So it's nice to oh, start talking. I've only listened to podcasts to this point. So it's fun to, to um, talk and, and sort of say what's on their mind. Right. Exactly. So. The first of many, man. Right. Like it's very important, especially in today's age um, to get yourself out there um, to kind of voice your intentions, your projects, because you never know, right? If someone listening to this might say, hey, I like this guy, Brandon. I saw his page. I want to work with him. I want to see if I can offer my talents to his production company. Um, <laughs> so I think I, I really am serious, man. You never know where it could lead. So thank you again, Brandon, uh, for coming on the podcast. Thank you, everybody else for listening. And we'll talk soon.